0: Hi, guys. Well, from snowy, white Christmas Woo! Salt Lake City. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. <laughs> I'm Frank Feldman. You are excited. <laughs> and I'm Dan Beecher.
1: And coming up today, we're going to talk about a, a, an LGBTQ ally who's coming to town, and it's causing quite the stir. We're, we're, yeah. An
0: ally who is joining forces with a dark hate group. Yeah, so or, what, does, what does that mean? Or maybe it's not as nefarious as all that. It's we'll just discuss. the
1: Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. She's going to be singing with them. Yeah. That doesn't really roll off the tongue like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Nope. But that's I, what they we, call themselves now. Yeah, well, we don't have to. Thanks anyway, to we'll, Rusty Nelson. Well, but, you know, they won't respond. <laughs> if you say, hey, Motab, <laughs> they don't respond. So We'll talk about all that later. <laughs> But first, I've got the story, Dan, of a uh, whole substitute teaching gig gone wrong. Oh, dear. Oh, golly. Oh, no. Uh, well, at least it went really sorely wrong for the group of first grade children in New Jersey uh, who uh, who had the misfortune of, of having an unnamed uh, substitute teacher. They're protecting the substitute teacher okay. from herself. The school district is. Uh, because I don't know how it came up, but she decided that she was going to tell these kids that Santa Claus isn't real. (laughs) She took it upon herself. (laughs) She, she knows that she's there to teach and to speak truth. Right. To these children. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she got up there. Uh, this is, uh, from a posting from an angry parent. Uh Uh, she says, um, the teacher told the student Santa isn't real and parents quote just buy presents and put them under their tree. Uh. Uh, <laughs> she also said that reindeer can't fly and elves are not uh, are not real and that the elf on the shelf yeah is just a pretend doll that your parents move around. <laughs> I love
0: it. Okay, I love this teacher. She she. <laughs>
1: Wait, she what, didn't stop
0: what, at Christmas, What though? grade are they? First. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be... That's, <laughs> she might have given somebody PTSD. Yeah. In first grade, you can't just <laughs> pop it on them like that. Yeah. She also
1: decided that, you know... She wasn't just going to ruin Christmas. Oh, my. She would also ruin the Tooth Fairy. Mm. Uh, she's informed them that the that their mom or dad just sneaks into their room in the middle of the night and puts money under your pillow. Right. Uh and same goes for the Easter Bunny. She oh, told my them, God. Magic does not exist. There is no such thing as magic anything. I
0: love her. <laughs> I love her, but I got to ask you. Like, imagine how bad her day was going. <laughs> like, she has had a week. That's, <sighs> I'm not even talking about the aftermath. I'm talking know, about I the know. shit that led up to her this was, grumpily going, you know what? Fuck it. There's nothing. It's all fake. You don't know anything. You stupid little shits. There's no Santa. There's no Easter Bunny. There's no truth. But you know what? Jesus isn't real either. Fuck you. I know. I love it. It's amazing.
1: So the uh, principal- Should we have warned people before we- No, nah, there's no first graders listening no. to our show. <laughs> and if they are, sorry kids. I hope you- Yeah. Don't listen Come to on. us. Anybody who lets their first grader listen to this show <laughs> had better brace themselves for, for more than just us ruining Christmas.
0: Yeah, yeah. Totally.
1: Um. Anyway, um, the principal- Michael Raj, Uh uh, said uh, (laughs) that once he became aware of the situation, he immediately spoke to the substitute teacher about her, quote, poor judgment. Mm. Um, He he sent a letter out to all the parents of the affected children. Uh, He says, I am sending this letter so that you are aware of the situation. And if the conversation (laughs) comes up at home over the next few days, you can take appropriate steps to maintain the childhood innocence of the holiday season
0: too late right the innocence is gone he says
1: as a parent myself i'm truly aware of the sensitive nature of the announcement well maybe first start off by not lying to your kids well have fun talk you know make sure that it it, it's santa claus is coming off as a character mm -hmm. but why are you lying to your kids and like and like, if the kids are saying, "Is Santa real, Santa?" Yes, yeah, Santa's real, of course, sweetheart. No, that's the wrong answer. Right,
0: right. Yeah, the right answer is some hedge. Like, yeah, you know what? Maybe Santa's real and maybe not. I know that. I know that I had a lot of fun when I was a kid uh, with Santa, Santa or something like that. Like, I don't have kids, so right. Yeah, is, neither. My, yeah, we're not. What, what is bad. my opinion worth on this? But so I'm going to take the opposite tack. I say lie to your kids all the time. Make up other stuff (laughs) and let them find out about it because then they learn about how the world works. People are going to lie to you. Your your credulousness is going to hurt you in the long run. Oh, wow. But it's you're using Christmas
1: for a very dark lesson.
0: Right. Funny things, you know, like make sure that make them believe that shrimp grow on bushes just like their whole childhood. Just just act like that's just a thing that everybody knows. And then when they're in junior high or something and they're like, what kind of bushes do these grow on? Everyone around them will blow milk out their nose, and it'll be a, this, this a funny little wake-up call. Incredibly
1: cruel. Incredibly cruel. And
0: no, it wouldn't play as a funny little wake-up call.
1: They oh, hate you. No,
0: by that time they would have By that time I would have pulled so many of these pranks on my kids that they would just that they would that they get it.
1: I'm so glad you guys are not having kids. Well, there's there Now there's, I have a there's, now a, there's, a, there's motivation. a deepening part of me it's an understanding that's becoming more and more profound
0: that oh. you've made the right decision <laughs> to not have kids. Nope, now I'm gonna do it. <laughs> now now I'm motivated. All right. Uh I'm gonna take us to Washington DC. Now you and I have reported on the fact that there is a museum of the Bible mm. that just opened recently. Yeah. Uh and I you know, well like a year or two ago a year or two ago this is this is the one that the that's that's done by the the, the, the greens the, of the yes, hobby lobby the hobby lobby thing and they're you know they have been in some hot water cuz they've had a bunch of exhibits that you know they trafficked uh, illegally out of places and right. sorts of right right i'm interested in this there an ex, there's one exhibit that they're that they're displaying prominently that i'm actually like impressed that they're doing what is that it, they have an exhibit of the Slave Bible. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, I've heard of it. I, d- I guess I don't know anything about it, though. So what happened was, back in the days of American slavery, uh-huh. and also just European slavery in general. Sure. Uh, they were There were groups that were working to uh, convert the slaves to Christianity. Mm. Some of them were abolitionist groups. Some of them weren't. And what they produced was a Bible, an expurgated Bible, that cut out significant amounts of it, uh, including all passages that might indicate that freedom, that, that mention freedom, or that mention uh, <laughs> any any of these things. <clears throat> like, seven, 90% of the Old Testament is cut out. 50% of the New Testament is cut out. Holy cow. Pages, uh, including... The stuff that was left in was stuff like servants be obedient to them that are your masters. Oh my god. Uh but so so that's uh you know, that's from from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, but they completely ignore his letter to the Galatians that reads There is no neither bond nor free, for you are all one in Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, you don't want to teach Slaves yeah. that kind of message. They cut out the entire Exodus from Exodus. Oh my. Because it's about slaves being freed. So, oh wow. It's uh it's a really interesting artifact and it and it just goes to show like what they've done is highlighted the fact that it's easy to justify evil with their Bible. Yeah. And you know, you, you have to ignore certain things but with any position that you take on the bible right. you have to ignore something and highlight something else it's interesting that they took out rather than just
1: adding uh this is dark but uh punishment right for uh slaves that were that that sought freedom
0: there is punishment in the bible for right. slaves so like
1: at the end of the exodus uh, you know they should have. You know the Earth should have just opened up and swallowed them whole. And... Well,
0: I think they would have gotten in a little bit more hot water if they had added to the Bible. <laughs> I know, but, but they should have done. Yeah, like the like it seems it seems
1: worse <laughs> to just add a little mm. than to leave whole sections of God's word out. Yeah, right. It's one thing to add addend- to a little addendum of 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 human ideas, Um, But they're leaving God's teachings. This are important to everybody else out. They do that. What does that say about the, I mean, this is what you were getting at. What does it say about the Bible?
0: Well, and that's the thing, right? I mean, first of all, there is no version of the Bible that is complete because, uh, you know, they had to keep deciding what stays and what goes. I only just learned this week that the Catholics use a different Bible than the Protestants. Did you know that? I did not know that. They have like seven books in their Bible, the Catholics do, that we didn't have. Really? I had no idea about that. I was shocked. The, uh, the, uh, the Orthodox Christians also use that. The, the deuterocanonical books. So what, what, what are some of the names of these books that they have? Uh, Tobit. The Book of Tobit. Okay. The Book of uh, Wisdom, also known as uh, Solomon's Wisdom, something Wisdom so- of Solomon, the Wisdom okay. of Solomon, I think. Okay. Um, uh, what was another one? I want to say, it, there was one that had a woman's name, Judith, I think Judith. Um, first and second, Maccabee. I've heard
1: of the Maccabees. So, like, these I've are... I and mean, I've heard of Judith. I had no idea! I'm going to have to go home and look at my Italian Bible.
0: Oh, did you buy a Bible that wasn't a Mormon Bible while you were in there Italy? There is no Mormon Bible in Italian. They, they didn't They just, don't have a... Oh, really?
1: Joseph Smith translation and all that kind of crap. And they don't have, like... And because the, the Mormons in the United States just use the King James Version right. for all of our listeners. You right. already know that, of course. And so they're just, you know, putting... To get, they, they've put together their own King James Version with their own annotations. right? And... Right. Um, they haven't taken the King James version and then translated it no. into Italian. No, so but, they have, I, but I imagine they're they using have a like Protestant, a, a, a Protestant Bible in Italian. Uh, that is hard to say. That's I hard just, to say. I, I honestly don't know. Um, I know that it was uh, that it was chosen because it was the most similar. In sort of tone right. to the King James, there you go. So it it, it preserves some older language, mm-hmm. it, uh, and it also kind of a lot of the the, the phrases sort of read sort of similarly. Interesting.
0: Um, I, I imagine you're not going to find those other books. It hmm. it blew my mind. I and how have I gotten this far? I have done like atheist themed podcasting. For seven years. Right. I've done you know, I'd had a blog before that. I stu- I took world religions classes in at the university. How did I miss that there's varying versions? Like like I'm not just translations. I knew that there were translations of wi- varied wi- wildly. I didn't know that there were modern usage books that were that had entirely different books. Anyway. So
1: what do the Catholics in this country use? Not the King James. Mm mm. No, huh. King James
0: is a Protestant Bible.
1: Well, yeah, I, I mean, I know. I mean, there it's are very again like, there there are very. It's also versions. considered to be this great, yeah. you know, English language
0: version. Yeah, yeah, and and King James himself sort of meant it to be a uh, uh, a sort of a uh, not it's what it was it was supposedly to appease everybody ah uh, in his country. <laughs> interesting at the time but my god and then he left out some books what yeah. a jerk all right well dan yes
1: here's a group of people who uh <laughs> ha- <laughs> oh god uh this group of people went down to monument valley right which is a a, a beautiful park in southern utah right okay. um and northern arizona okay right right so it's right there right on the Fact there's there's great arguments sometimes over who, Arizonans and Utahns about about which wh- who where where, where is, is this money w- valley right. what, what's important what's probably more important is, is that that's that where the is, Roadrunner lives exactly no that it's actually Navajo ah right neither uh, Utah <laughs> nor Arizona I mean it, it is but it's but it's under the purview of the navajo nation sure uh and under the control of their parks and recreation department okay um and uh it is it's the monument valley tribal park oh that's that's okay name right great and a group just got kicked out of there for uh filming without a permit Okay. And this is this is important. It's a place that people want to go to film. Yeah. Uh, because it's gorgeous. Think yeah. John uh, Ford Westerns. Yeah. Like all the great old Westerns when you see those big spires of rock
2: and and red rock, just plateaus just, and just, whatnot.
0: Yeah, just sort of s- growing out of a flat desert. Yeah. That's Monument Valley. Right. And
1: this guy by the name of Derek Bros, he has this group called global witness which i had to look up um you don't you know exactly what it is just from the name <laughs> he describes himself as a gnostic luciferian oh was that what you thought it was going to nope, be i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> however it is a conspiracy theorist site i, look, wow. I looked it up Um uh, lots of conspiracy theories uh, abundant with them, and this is not to be confused with another group called Global Witness, which is actually like a um human rights watchdog group
0: oh that 's so interesting. Uh, I just assumed witness meant like witnessing for Jesus oh okay, interesting, yeah, anyway, they were there
1: uh on site down in uh, monument Valley with seeking no permission uh from the tribe uh, to film a youtube event this is a quote from bros a YouTube event like any other in
0: history like any other like any other oh just normal just a normal your workaday average joe youtube (laughs) event but i do like that
1: the uh the navajo times which is where i got the story uh decided to quote him (laughs) in his misspeak right um Multiple channel hosts that represent more than 2 million subscribers will participate in a live event that will be broadcast live from multiple locations in the ancient locations of tribal lands in and around Monument Valley, Arizona, he said. Okay. Um, Why were they doing this? Because um, they are seeking ancient truths. Right. Right. Um, The Navajos have shut down the park until they leave the area. Really? They're having nothing to do with this group. They've claimed that it is a cult group and they want them, and and they don't want any of them to be able to infiltrate onto the land. So it is closed. Wow. Period. They're not going to use it for this stupid thing. Right. But Bros says, We are not here to worship any demons. Right. (laughs) He's claiming they're not a cult. Sure. Uh, We're not bringing any demons. We are only here to learn what secrets of the earth holds of our past and our ancient past. Obviously, the monuments here have an ancient history. Well, yes. And the ancient peoples here obviously have some of those things. They've written about these extensively throughout their prophecies. So that's all why we're here.
0: Uh, Or that's what we're here for. Well... That's what he says. Okay. I mean... (laughs) How okay. A, I have questions. <laughs> a, this is a live event, live event. How are they getting the the how are they get I there must be good like might have a satellite LTE or knows? something. Who knows. It's not without their resources.
1: He's a former like uh Hollywood producer type. Okay. Well, there's um, that.
0: B, how do they expect like okay. Yes, there's millions of years of history there in the form of ge- geologic history. Yeah. Which is evident by the fact that there are how you say it in English? Rocks. Yes. Uh, so great, but how do you how do you discover the mystery? Like, what are you going to do? You look around, Dan. What, do you, do you you ask you
1: ask the monuments for their wisdom. Do you for sing their ancient knowledge and wisdom. Dan, I feel like
0: you have to sing. I feel like a drum circle is in order. I'm sure there was some tambourine. <laughs> of course. Shut up! Just shut. As, the, as they were close the whole place down, though, as they were kicking
1: everybody out, at least 50 individuals protested. Ooh. Um, and uh, one lady was walking in the middle of the road with a Bible and a baby and was yelling, God forgives you. <laughs>
0: stupid. I just think. You know what? I Here's the thing. I think they're being idiots and mm-hmm. whatever, but I think the tribes being stupid, too. Just let them do their dumb thing. What what harm comes from them, like, asking the rocks what's going on? Well, they didn't ask for permission,
1: Dan. Well, they should have asked they for permission. They didn't respect the tribe, and I think that at a certain point, these tribes are just sick and tired of these white, st- these stupid white people. We're
0: all sick and tired right? of the stupid white people. <laughs> I get it. But don't, like, close the entire park so that nobody gets to go there. Really? Just because they're, the- they they want to do some weird cult thing. Right. Let them do their their YouTube event like any other, right? But it's disrespectful,
1: and yeah. it's, they've 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 suffered nothing. The native peoples of this continent have have, have faced nothing but indignity after indignity. Oh, well, that's true, including n- uh, stupid white people who who are you know seek now they're seeking the the. the the wisdom of the ancients right. right and they're going to these like tribal lands and it's just so fucking disrespectful yeah it is
0: right here's what they should do don't don't keep them out trap them in <laughs> just keep them there yeah don't they let don't them, want them there. don't let them leave
1: they don't want them they want them to go away No, they
0: have to stay until they actually learn the wisdom <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know about that. No. Um, I'm going to take us now to Pakistan, uh, which is where uh, they have some really, really fancy blasphemy laws. I don't know if you know this. Mm. Um, and by fancy, I mean utterly draconian. Uh, and this is, uh, I love it when I get to do a story that's about actual Christian oppression. Because as we know, uh, Christians in US and, uh, and Europe love to talk about how oppressed they are, mm-hmm. but they're not at all and that's right. ridiculous. But in Pakistan they are. oh sure. It's real there yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is the story of Asia or Asia Bibi who uh, has who has spent nine years in prison because she was accused, not convicted of but accused of hmm. uh, blasphemy. Saying Holy something crap. against uh, the prophet. Now, she was recently acquitted of these oh, charges. Okay. That does not mean her ordeal is over. Because once you're accused uh-huh. of blasphemy in that country, oh no, there's a target on you. <sighs> so she is currently living with her husband in a government safe house. Oh, my God. But not allowed to leave. Now, normally what happens in this kind of situation is you've got to leave the country. Yeah. If you were accused but acquitted, it's not like you can just go back to your life and go about your business. It is now you have to leave the country if you want to be safe. They have two kids that don't live with them right now, that live with friends of the family, and they're getting threats, and they're getting attacked, and every now and then a shot is fired. Oh, my God. Uh so yeah these these this poor woman uh wants to leave the country needs to leave the country yeah and other countries have stepped up to the plate um the uh the so um Australian Canadian and Dutch diplomats are all reportedly negotiating cool to get her out good uh but the prime minister of Pakistan Imran Khan uh, decided not to let her leave. What? Which is crazy. Just she get her was, out of the country. She doesn't like her. Acquitted. You don't want her there. All right. she can cause is violence. Right. And there's precedent for this. I mean, we know what happened to Malala. We know what happened to Salman Rushdie. Right. Like, but both of those two were brought into the UK. Right. Theresa May is decidedly not inviting this woman to come to the UK. Oh my God! Which is weird because the UK has to. There's a there's a connection to Pakistan, right? Because they were a colonial, right? uh, Part part of the empire, Mm -hmm. so they like they kind of owe it to Pakistanis who need to leave. You gotta open your borders to that person. Yeah, this is a Christian who wants who needs to be leaving, and Theresa May has said no, because because why. Presumably because she's brown. Uh, it's it's impossible. Nothing's gotten to know. that bad in the UK. It's pretty bad. I mean, I know it's bad. I mean, but- I mean, the whole Brexit thing flows from an, an anti-immigrant mm-hmm. uh, hatred. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's the leader of the uh, of the hating brown people movement of the UK. She's that's who she is. She would never describe it that way. Of course, of course not. No, of course not. It's very important. And she actually said, uh, had some quote about, you know, it's, she said, the absolute prime concern that we must have is the safety and security of Azia Bibi and her family. And we want to see a swift revolution to this, uh, revolu- resolution to the situation. Just not, uh, we just don't want to be part of the resolution. <laughs> We'd like to see it. It would be great. If that could please happen someone else would someone step up this? to the plate please and cuz we're uh, not going to No 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 we oh, would my. we would never Oh my So uh so yeah there it's it's nasty other people have been like if you just get accused of uh like I said she's been in jail for something like 9 years Oh my god just on the accusation Ugh That's uh well, that's such just- a and you know that jail time, as an accused blasphemer, that's not going to go well for you. Yeah. You're not going to do well in prison, surrounded by Muslims who think that you said something bad about Allah or about the Prophet. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's life in Pakistan. Fun. Yeah. All right. Well... I hope yours is your next story is equally depressing. Well, it's about life in the United States right now. That's pretty depressing. Um
1: in light of uh the Me Too movement, mm. which continues on. Yeah. And it, it's it uh, you know, sometimes with these things, the targets can uh uh you well you, uh, there might be more targets than there really need to be mm. at times. Okay. At times. Sometimes there can be a little overreach, a little okay. overreaction. Sure. Here that... might be an example of one. Dude, <laughs> There's okay. a perennial favorite that comes up that's been coming up for a number of years. A, a Christmas song that a lot of people don't like. Right. Uh, yes. I think I know what you're, where you're but going. But we haven't talked this. about it on the show. I don't know that we have. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were about to say and we've talked about it.
0: Yeah. Last week. Remember? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like i've interact together this. uh baby It's cold outside, yes, the rape anthem of the nineteen fifties
1: <laughs> first of all, it's older than that okay um it uh it it comes out of um sort of a nineteen thirties oh yeah film oh okay. um I believe is where it it first debuted. I might be wrong about that detail, but it plays off of a lot of uh tropes that were common. In 30s cinema. Sure. Absolutely. 30s American cinema. Um, if you're not familiar with the song, it's the one, we really can't
0: sing it, right? For, we can, I think we can sing like problems. Like some se- some number of seconds before we get into trouble, but yes.
1: Well, um, it's so, it's a, it's a back and forth It's a song, conversation song.
0: Right. Between two characters. There's a, a woman. Yes. And there's a man. And or, she's saying- Or if you look at- the the text i think they're named mouse and wolf oh really which is uh, which increases the alarm a little bit yeah i i, I don't know anyway
1: um, anyway but yes, a man uh, and a woman. in verse 1 uh she says i really can't stay and he goes but baby it's cold outside right and she goes i've got uh to away and he goes but baby it's cold outside this evening has been and then he was, and he goes, "Been hoping that you that you'd drop in." So very nice, she says. This evening has been so very nice, right? Um, and then he's like, "I'll hold your hands. I'll hold just your like hands. Ice. They're just like eyes." <laughs> um, but then here's here's where it gets complicated. This is not that there are lines in here that if you just say the line, such as. Um, uh, my what's in this drink or something like that yeah yeah um where it's like um it's are like oh wait what do you mean did he spike it oh she goes say what's in this drink yeah right um to which he says no cabs to be had out there
0: yeah yeah okay yeah he's on a different track but yes it, it
1: sounds like he might be a little rapey yeah and she's
0: a little scapey
1: yeah um and Oh yeah, yeah, I see why you like did that. There. That was kind of good. Um, <laughs> but if you actually look at the whole thing, never once does she... She never says um, things like, um, I need to go right now. You're making me feel uncomfortable. No. She, she, talks, she talks about, my mother will start to worry. Yeah. My father will be... She's giving all the excuses for the perception Right. She's worried about her perception as a as a as a good girl. Yeah. Right? And that people are gonna talk. In fact I think that's one of the lines. Yeah. Um and then she she says, But maybe I'll have a half a drink more.
0: Yeah. Right? I mean
1: And then she says so she goes, Well maybe I'll smoke a cigarette. It's right. She keeps making the little half like he's providing all the excuses well you can tell them it's it's cold outside you can tell them that there are no cabs you can you can uh uh what are some of the other lines that he goes right i just never saw you as a rape apologist before that's really interesting (laughs) the uh, the context of the song isn't isn't necessarily
0: rape no but uh, look it's not, and back in that time, it was all about, you know, that playful game of she's got to appear like she's doesn't want it, but he's he's going to pursue and stuff. Oh, she very, very, very
1: much wants it, actually. Um, she says, um, she does
0: say, I ought to say, no, 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 sir. Yeah. And then he says, why don't you come in closer? Right. Here's the problem. The problem in a modern context is that we are trying to develop a society where Uh if a woman hints at no Uh or is trying to gracefully exit a situation, the man will gracefully allow her to leave. Yes. And that's what we need to have. And that's absolutely appropriate. Because if in this situation, let's just say for the sake of argument, that this is a woman who really wants to stay and he's giving... And, and they're just playing a fun little cat and mouse game uh-huh. and stuff. Fine. But then what it's done is it's trained generations of men that if she says no, oh, it's the cat and mouse game. And if right. you're not actually skilled at interpreting what you're, what this other person is really trying to get across, you could be in really negative territory. Uh huh. So it's... So, it's better to be safe. Right. But this is, a,
1: this is a sweet little innocent song that maybe we should try to understand a little bit
0: more. Or just fuck it. Who cares? It's, a, it's a, We can lose a song. <laughs> like, the problem is that, yeah, we're in the age of Cosby. Uh-huh. When you say, what's in this drink? Right. That's a scary question and, uh, now. It's an
1: unfortunate line that they put in there because this was a common... This, this, you would have heard uh, a comic... Say the exact same line. Say, hey, what's in this drink? You right. would, you because would, you, because you do. You hear, it's but it was just, a, it was just about, is this
0: alcoholic? That was the question. It wasn't, have you spiked it with a drug? It's, right. wait, I thought this was just regular old eggnog, so, and you seem to have put right. something in it. it it's, it's, it's actually a
1: little bit more complicated than that. It's not, I, I'm asking you what seriously what's in this drink it was an excuse that people would give there there are noir films where the guy who's giving up the person in some confession or whatever he's sitting there and he's like oh, say what's in this drink right like it, it was this line that people used to 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 try to defer their own responsibility for the action that they're about to take sure right but it was also and so but, it was a,
0: but what I'm saying is it's not about a roofie it's about hey is there alcohol in here
1: no i right but it's they know what's in it right and all they're saying they're
0: they're they're just like sure hey, well, it's a problematic song and uh and and i don't even think you've gotten to the story yet no no, no, no. well the story
1: is that a station in cleveland pulled it right um and a few others probably f- have followed suit yeah. but the stories that i was seeing were all putting it on this one which station. is funny
0: because it's like who cares People raise a fuss about it. Yeah, how dare you pull that song? Well, would with the, with they? A, we don't have to play any song. Well, with Spotify these days, just go listen to the fucking song. If you like the song, want to listen, listen to, to that song. rapey
1: song, go listen to it. Right.
0: Yeah, but but like, if I were a radio station, would I want to wait? Like, first of all, I if I'm a radio station, I'm not going to play any song that requires half an hour of discussion to determine whether or not it's okay. <laughs> If that's a question, let's just not play that song. There's plenty of music
1: out there. But I I think what's interesting, though, is that you could have a reading. There is a reading of this song Mm -hmm. that she's actually um, very much in control of herself and the situation. And that she is. um, And in fact, at the end of the song, when she's asking for a comb, what is she doing with that comb? She's fixing up her hair right they've had their fun right and then at the very end of the song in unison baby it's cold outside like they're together in this whole thing yeah i mean i i think they're they're young lovers she's worried about what everybody's going to think about them having her just staying over much being there late much less actually having sex and if you read if you read the text those two those two had some fun how dare you (laughs)
0: First, you're an, a rape apologist, and now you're besmirching the character of a perfectly lovely young woman. What I'm saying is that it, it's a little bit
1: more complicated. Yeah. I, I, I get the whole point of being safe, yeah. and the fact that, that we don't have the red, the context at the ready, right? right? It's um, a different... The song is we live from, in a different environment. From <laughs> 90, 80, 90 years ago right. at this point, um, and there were different conventions, you know um and uh so some of these lines don't ring the same way to our ears they they would have back then it's a lovely little song let's just change i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna write new lyrics for it (laughs) i'm not you should i'm not all right i'm gonna move on uh to the fashion world what yes from film to fashion from 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 music to fashion okay i mean i guess it was a film yeah anyway. anyway uh I don't know if you've ever heard of the fashion line brand NuNuNu, spelled with N's and U's. No. I haven't either. But Celine Dion has just partnered with NuNuNu to create CelineNuNu. <laughs> I did not make that up. <clears throat> uh, which is, she has created a, uh, a, a child and baby, a line of child and baby clothes. Oh, she loves children. She
1: loves children. I guess so. When I think of
0: Celine Dion, I think of the children. The, the children, you know. I think of her slapping her chest, for, <laughs> to add emphasis to whatever song she's singing. Uh, but yes, Celine Nunu is a uh, is is oh, a stupid. new line of clothing um, for for the wealthy. It is it's, it's it's for wealthy children. For wealthy children, it's you know their price point is quite high for what kids is clothing. I don't know, can you afford can most parents afford it's anything from like a $40 onesie for a child okay to a $200 leather coat for a you know seems reasonable. I mean seriously, like how much could any of this stuff actually cost? Well, I mean like a baby onesie for 40 bucks or something. <laughs> that's that's more than your average person can afford. It's really? not it's not 300 <laughs>
1: Like, how much is a onesie? I have no idea.
0: Wow, you're out of touch, my friend.
1: <laughs> it's just a banana. How much could it be? $10? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, up to, like, you know, you're not, most parents are not buying a $300 leather jacket for their six-year-old or whatever, mm. but that's available. Right. Anyway, It's actually, I, I don't mind a lot, most of the pieces in the line. Huh. But you know who does mind most of the pieces in the line? Who? Uh, the, the oh, what is the name of the publication? The Catholic something. Hang on. What? It Wait
1: is, a second. It's the Catholic, the National Catholic Register. Why? What do they have against, a, a, you know, tasteful
0: <laughs> uh, children's clothes? First of all, the tasteful thing is questionable. Is it? Well, to them. Because there's, like, skulls on them in some places and stuff. But that's not what they're upset about. Oh, no, okay. What they're upset about is there's no boys and girls section. It's all for everybody. It's unisex. No. And they are livid. They're furious. Oh, no. (laughs) As a matter of fact, Celine's little YouTube commercial for the thing involves her going into a, a baby ward where there's... That's separated boys on the left, girls on the right, and they're Uh. in blue and they're in pink. Uh. And she blows black fairy dust over the thing. (laughs) And then they're all in black and white. There's literally the color palette, I think, is four colors it's like black, white, and then there's a little yellow thrown Mm, in. Yeah. And maybe some gray or something. Right. Oh, it's, oh my God. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. So the Catholic (laughs) National Register, the National Catholic Register is. Furious about this, they contacted for for comment. They contacted. <laughs> I love. They have these little. You know how how, how some articles will be broken down into seg- sections, right? So new. So one of those. So one of their sections is called the confused perspective. Oh, which talks about how many people are like super on board with this. Like yes, we don't need to genderize our children's clothing. Right. That's fine. Right. Everyone can wear a T-shirt with a skull on it. Or a hoodie. Or even leggings. Like, they got, they've got, they got leggings that are for boys or girls. Great. Leggings for boys? Yes. Welcome that to the new unisex. world. That is not unisex. It is unisex. That is not unisex. Grow
1: up. Get with the times. Are you... you have a, a pair of leggings, Dan? Do you got in public and leggings? Not yet. You're going to go get I some? I might. You should. I've got great legs. You should have... Get some leggings and a really long shirt. And yeah, just I might be too it.
0: old, but the kids are all wearing everything. No, you should do it. You don't have a problem with it. You should do it. Put your money where your mouth is. My money is where my mouth is. I have, I have my own sense of style. Anyway, <laughs> these kids... <clears throat> and it doesn't involve leggings. It might. It might. You've seen me in leggings.
1: I know, but... Don't not act like... like just, don't act like you haven't not seen just me in leggings. Not just regular day. Anywho. I've never shown up to your house and Dan's in leggings, everyone. Just... It sounds comfy. Probably, I Yeah. It keeps everything tight and...
0: I got, as Snug. i said i i'm I, that the one part of my body where I'm confident still mm-hmm. confident about is everything from the waist down mm-hmm. I would totally rock leggings anywho uh <laughs> the uh anyway th- they've contacted monsignor John esf who apparently was once a spiritual director to saint Teresa of calcutta i don't was she sainted now she is she must be yeah uh yeah, yeah she was fast tracked don't you remember She that? was that's right uh, Mother Teresa to you, uh, <laughs> Satan to anyone who's read. So that S T stands for what's his name's book? Yeah. Anywho, uh, yes. So so Monsignor S F had this to say: I'm convinced that the way this gender thing has spread is <laughs> demonic. Oh no! It's false. I don't know how many genders there's supposed to be now, but there are only two that God made. As many as it takes, sir. As many as it takes. As many as, many as it takes to make you feel wildly <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> Which That only took three. Yeah, exactly. But that I'm going to say there's 17 just to really bake his noodle. <laughs> uh, the devil is going after children by confusing gender, he Oh, said. no. When a child is born, what is the first thing we say about that child? It's a boy or it's a girl. Right. That is the most natural thing in the world to say. But to say there is no difference is satanic. <laughs> Which, by the way, is anyone saying there's no difference? No. Nobody's saying that. No. They're clothing them in a way that might make no difference. Right. The The onesie that your baby is wearing, the fact that it's not blue or pink, pretty sure that's not a big deal. Right. But he says there is.
1: Oh. <sighs> To... Uh, what about all the gender-neutral names? We should, that's the next big thing. Oh, yeah. Only gender-neutral names. Well, I mean, yeah.
0: Give all your Chris's and Pat's. And... Sure. I, I mean, it, it's happening. When Andrea and I were considering having kids, uh, we all we could think of, the only names we liked, whether it was for a boy or a girl, was boy names. Oh. So, like, you know, girls named Max. That's a cute name. Yeah. Girls name Charlie or something like that. I've, Better I've, do it with an I. No, you do Charlie don't. with an I. No. Yeah. Don't don't tell me how to name my child. Friend. Better be. <laughs> yeah. just Hypothetical non-child. This non-existent thing. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that, like, yeah, I just think it's delightful that, mm-hmm. uh, first, that a ridiculous line of clothing has sent them into spirals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There yeah, you okay. go. Yeah. I mean, it, it honestly doesn't take
1: much to... To engender yeah, outrage, completely <laughs> cook their bacon. <laughs> Especially on the issue of gender. Oh. It is just making people's heads explode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wh-
1: why? And why? Why? If you why ask is them necessary?
0: why, well, because God made it so and blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah, nobody's trying to take your gender identity away. No. It's just it, like marriage. If you want to be a man, letting the gays get married doesn't do anything to yours. Be a man. Nobody's mad at you. Yeah. All they're asking for is just don't call don't you know if they say they're a woman? Just go along with it. Yeah. It's no. not hard. It's fine. It doesn't hurt. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, if you uh if you'd want to dress your kid in gender neutral clothing or mm-hmm. don't you can write to us about it, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or call and
1: leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist and uh, click on that like button. And while on Facebook, you can find the uh, TGIA members only lounge by searching for it. Yes. Uh, and then requesting to join, and we'll let you in. Yep. Dan, are you there, Dan? I'm here. Good. Present. Because I have something uh, for you to uh, listen to. To hear. Yes. Sure. Um, as you know, we like to play clips from the hateful religious right. Oh, we do that um, uh, from time to time. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, if by time
1: to time you mean every week. It's it's what we
0: do. It's our thing. Uh,
1: in the middle of the show. All right. Um, well, we have a... Uh, a guy... What is this guy's name? I didn't catch his name, actually. He's, he's a preacher. He's one of these online preacher dudes. And let's see. Adam Fannin, I guess, might be his name. Um, You know, there was this news this week. Uh, George Bush Sr., former president of the United States, uh-huh. passed away, age 94. Yes. Um, you know, I think for a lot of us who maybe didn't really like either of the Bushes... Um, they've both been looking a lot more attractive lately. Yeah, uh, in light of our current president, yeah, we, if- we've started to realize. Wait, just because they were Republican, they they there was they were at least reasonable on a lot of things.
0: I mean, there were a lot of people talking about and appropriately saying, "Let's not lionize George H. W. Bush." Right on World AIDS Day. Right, who was a man who allowed the AIDS pandemic to get. Epidemic to get much much worse, be- sure. just because the people mostly experiencing it were gay men. Right, right. But at the but, same time, it is easy to look back and
1: and and be a little charitable.
0: Well, yeah. I ab- mean, a- a- about like HW was at least like he cared about the country. Oh yeah, he cared about and like and he listened to people. Yeah, and he had you know what do you call it? There was a brain and IQ over <laughs> ten. <laughs> which compared to our current president is the most qualified you could possibly be. right um, well adam fannon uh has some
1: things to say about george h w bush mm. and uh, here he's we
0: go. A, he's a he's a religious guy yeah george herbert walker bush daddy war bush
1: the news is in at the age of 94 he is dead and in hell This man is not a Christian, George Bush Sr. or Jr. They are not Christians. They worship the lowercase g, God of this world, the devil, Lucifer. They acknowledge Moloch. They participate in the wicked sacrifices that go on at Bohemian Grove. Thank God that George Bush Sr. is dead. And thank God that he is righteous. Thank God that God himself is righteous enough to cast him into hell forever. George H. W. Bush died at the age of ninety-four, and he will spend eternity in hell for rejecting the God of the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Creator and the Savior.
0: Spooky. In hell. He's in hell. They acknowledge Moloch. <laughs> I didn't understand half the words in this thing. Yeah, I I had to do a little <laughs> bit of research. I didn't know what the Bohemian Grove Bohemian Grove, is that what it is? Uh huh. I did I did some research on that. It's I mean it's it's a real thing. It's just a place where wealthy, powerful people go every year mm. and have a you know like two weeks out in the out in the woods to convert or uh, dance around with the devil. Apparently, to do sacrifices. According to this guy, yeah. like I mean, it's a bunch of secret stuff, but it's dumb. I'm, I'm sure you know. It's, it's I'm sure some some big deals get made out there. Do they make some? Handshakes, oh I'll in bet they,
1: secret, I'll bet they do i'll bet By I mean secret handshakes
0: i one of the things that I read was that at one point, uh even though it's an all male uh oh yeah thing, they invited Queen Elizabeth at one point, did she show up? she did no way, yeah, what would she do probably sacrifices, <laughs> I'm guessing human sacrifices, corgi sacrifice, well, you know, we had another sure. we we were considering playing another uh a Aud- bit of audio that was a guy who was who was explaining how uh you know how he was happy because one of the reptilian people was finally dead <laughs> yeah and he sits there he, he and he keeps going on and on and on and on
1: Rep- do reptiles shapeshift is that what he was saying yeah i think the reptilian talking- people okay the,
0: and 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 the way you can tell and you know he shows a little uh screen cap of when his eyes were a little squinted, blinked the wrong way, or something. Oh that's my. that's one of the ways you can tell that they're reptilian. Oh, seriously? Yeah, you should do some research into this David Icke stuff. Oh David Ike was the guy who started this whole. He's a he's a, a British guy. He started the whole reptilian thing. It's it's dumb. It's the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life. People believe it a thousand percent. There's a whole group of people. It's a New World Order. It's something about. The you know the Illuminati uh-huh. and the reptilians yeah. and they're all they by the way the royal family are all
1: reptiles you know now that you just did that that symbol with your hand there are people who are going to say that you're part of it
0: Dan isn't there like the thing where yeah. you have to like I don't know if you do it on your face but I yeah so. I mean Beyonce I think has made has made this triangle those of you who are watching yeah. on our YouTube channel can you, now and see. you all
1: now know Dan is part of a secret cult society.
0: Even, he is a lizard person. Even just being able to do that makes you part of the thing. <laughs> uh, normal people can't no, make see, that. I'm I'm trying. Yeah, you can't do it. You can't do it because uh, your hands just won't do it. Because because we, I'm not a lizard. Yeah, we I can't do that. I I'm trying to I'm trying to get into the Illuminati. They they they're processing my application now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. So there you go. Um, we had some folks write into us. Uh, Hey, Frank and Dan, Uh, I'm writing in response to the Orange City Library book burning. Ha! Okay. Uh, I'm originally from Iowa, and that area of the state is just chock full of conservative members of the Dutch Reformed Church. No wonder uh, at all that some self-appointed guardian of the (laughs) pure-minded decided to burn books. Okay. Anyway, I'm a librarian and pretty darn sensitive to having any person or group attempt to limit access to information. Here is a re- here here is a recent story. Uh, she sent us a link uh, to that has hit the library world. Some religious nuts claim that EBSCO host, which is a uh, which which is an online access to books thing that oh. you know libraries have, okay, um, which is a pretty respectable database, is offering access to gasp porn. To, uh, to school children mercy oh my god my question is what the heck were they using as search terms when they happened upon the dirty articles for which for the uh which for the most part are just sexy info for adults hardly porn i immediately did some searches but the sexy material is mighty scarce and i found nothing i would remotely consider porn <laughs> any kid would give up way before they found anything titillating Uh, These people are just stirring up trouble to make a name for themselves and promote the organizations that are their livelihood, Hmm. which is probably true. That's how they do it. Uh, I guess uh, I've been rather jokey here, but the stuff really gives me a deep down shiver of fear. Hmm. Conservative Christians want to limit information, deny science and evidence, and deny freedoms. They are fairly stupid, and it's dangerous to have stupid people in power. Of course, I read a lot of dystopian fiction. Love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anytime someone's like, nope, we need to limit people's access to information. Right. That's a a problem. Yeah. Not a good thing. That's an issue. Uh, I'll read another one. Uh, This one is unsigned. Also, I'm an out atheist married to a devout Mormon. Oh, you poor Mm, bastard! Okay, Uh, I still take her to the church every week, and usually take use the time to read and sometimes listen to your show. Last testimony meeting, I heard something that disturbed me from the person speaking. They talked about the new prophet energetically traveling the globe, talking to congregations, and how they had heard from a friend that he said, "If you think the gospel has been fully restored, you are wrong. Just wait until next year." I shudder to think what he has in mind. Now, rumors Uh, circulate about this sort of thing. Yeah. But, oh, I hope he's revealing something. Oh, I hope so, too. Oh!
1: Rusty the Revelator. He's If uh, if
0: 2019 is the year that the Mormons have some new shit coming up, I am excited. Does he release a book? Now, I have actually heard a rumor from a source that is quasi-reliable. Yeah. That they're going to be changing their position on uh, coffee and tea. That is, I've seen
1: that circulating. I yeah. think
0: that that's actually going to be happening. Yeah. Uh, and and that, and you want to know why? Uh, because they're not making any money from their new recruits. You know, they're, 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 so they've got new, they've got, they're getting a lot of good uh new uh, people in South America and Africa. Yeah. They can't make any money off of that. So where do they need to go? China. <laughs> China. And how do you get into China if you're saying you can't drink tea? So I so I think that they've made a a literal financial calculation that says, mm, "Maybe tea's okay." What? Isn't that fascinating? Well, and there's always, there's the whole
1: problem that half their membership drinks coffee on the sly. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like,
0: yeah. So I think, I think that's going to be happening. Huh. Whether, uh, there's more, whether there's like, Ooh, Ooh, what if there was new scripture? It would just be so exciting. I would love it if there were new scripture. Well, maybe he's releasing a new Doctrine and Covenants
1: section okay. that, clar- that and that's how he's clarifying yeah. the word of wisdom because
0: the word of the word of wisdom which is the mormon sort of eating and drinking code yeah isn't is in the doctrine and covenants this is a a scripture a bit of scripture for them so that they w- yeah so the, they have to sort of make adjustments to that hmm chapter 89 would, i think
1: would they ever go as far as basically the rest of the mormon movement and just be like and just keep the the, the alcohol, wine and beer and... Well, what? You know, look, if
0: like, any real reading... Maybe stay away from the liquor, but nah, just any, don't get drunk. Any reading of the original text in the Doctrine and Covenants, yeah. it says no hard drink. Right. If you know anything about alcohol, you know that beer and wine are not considered hard drink. Right. Liquors, spirits are a right. hard drink. Right.
1: So why not clarify that too? They won't. They won't. They won't. That's, that, that, that one's too good. That one's too – but see, if they want to get into China, right, China doesn't like um, – one of the things that they're using is like a test with the Muslim groups that they're like locking up right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to have to get into the whole thing, but if you guys haven't been following the whole thing – Like the Uyghurs? Exactly. Over in – what is it? Like Western China. uh uh-huh. um, There's a large Muslim population that hasn't always been the most like uh, – Gung ho Chinese, right? I guess would be pro China. Pro China, yeah. Um, because and um, strictly, really, truly, because they're just holding on to their religion, right? Right. And and the Chinese government, Beijing, is... doesn't like that. And no. so, bloody bloody blah. Anyway, they're uh, one of the tests that they're looking at specifically is whether people are willing to drink alcohol. Interesting. In of them don't interesting. Right? And so, if your theory right, Dan, they're going to go a step further. They are. If my, yeah, if you're, if if, they'll want to be 100% palatable to the Chinese. Yeah. And not to the not to the Chinese
0: people, to the Chinese government. Right. Then they have access to the people. Is that something that they're doing? It sounds like the negotiations are happening. From, From the buzz that I'm hearing, from sources that have sources. We'll see. Wow. We'll see. They'd have to give up on that one, too. They'd have to. So beer might be coming into play. Beer might be on the table for the Mormons. Beer and wine. Which is funny because the old uh, there's the old joke, which is why do you take two Mormons fishing? Because <laughs> if you only take one, he'll drink all your beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. They don't self-police as well as they police each other. <laughs> uh, we have a, a voicemail, don't we? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you die? I did die, but here's the voicemail.
2: Okay. Hi, Frank and Dan. It's John again. I called the other day and y'all answered my question very well about using religious language despite being uh an atheist. I actually have another question. Um I uh well so I um uh, wondering, you know, we use the word reason a lot in um the atheist community. We talk about, you know, rationality and all these sorts of things. Um, and we very specifically use those words. Um, and, you know, we've got the Reason Rally, all that sort of stuff. Um, but also so do libertarians. I think, like, I think it's like Reason Magazine or something. And so I wonder if, um, you know, there's a problem or a way to, you know, properly use um, words like that um, to our own advantage, much in the way a lot of conservatives have kind of co-opted the word liberty um, and family in all of their, you know, organizations, rallies, whatnot. Um, I just wonder if, uh, you know, using the words reason and rationality necessarily are um, the proper approach um, and if, you know, we can make sure that we maintain, if we're supposed to, uh, maintain control of those words, if that makes sense. Not really sure what to uh, say about that, as I was hoping y'all might have some insight. Thank you so much. Oh, by the way, I was actually in Salt Lake City this morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I also got my keys locked out of my car in Park City, but that's all been sorted out in the past, like, couple minutes or so. That's kind of partially my inspiration for calling y'all again. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. See you guys later.
0: Well, thanks for the question, John. Yeah. That's a, uh, yes, interesting. Use of words. Here's, yeah, language is tricky. Yeah and we it, don't nobody owns it nobody owns it although people can own stuff uh it, it it can become theirs
1: you can claim a word and you can use it and use it and use it uh until your your very specific meaning and your connection to it uh are, sort of become the the meaning. And, and much movement. He has a good, great example of sort of how the right has co opted family. Right. Right. Um, right. Not, I don't feel like completely 100%, but in sort of political speak. Sure. When when, when, when people talk about family and blah de blah, you, or, yeah, you understand where they're coming
0: or from. Or on the other side of mean. that, sort of the gay rights movement has done a great job of reclaiming words like queer. Yeah. And, queer and, being and, the best example. And and, yeah. and 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 modifying it from being a sort of a hateful thing to being a a, a word that they own and and, right. and use in their own way. Right. Um and then the the society at large has sort of acquiesced to the the gay movement's use of the word queer. right? Which is great. Right. Uh so so language gets tricky and and yes uh, we have to monitor what's happening with a word mm-hmm. or with words, mm-hmm. but I don't think that I don't think libertarians own reason, right? Uh, you know, and I think that that two different groups can use the term reason and 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 you know, and it can be and it can be okay. I think right now our our group our you know sort of the 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 skeptical slash atheist slash secular community yeah. uses it well. Yeah. And uh and we and know we, what we mean by it. And we might actually win that one. Yeah. We're Absolutely. Winning. Yeah. I don't think it's time to cede these words to the, the libertarians <laughs> just yet. <laughs> Frankly, because nobody's listening to the libertarians. Uh, Nobody gives a shit what they're talking about. Right. Um and there there are plenty of libertarian atheists and and yeah, skeptics. And,
1: well and 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 Yeah. There's yeah, you know, and and I wouldn't want to completely besmirch libertarianism. No, they've got a couple good ideas. It does. We yeah. can sometimes the left and and the, and that side of the right can uh, sometimes see eye to eye. Right. I know back in the day, I mean, like gay marriage, we had plenty of of allies who were libertarian. Sure. Um, who were just like, yeah, I have no problem with gay marriage, but their stance was, I don't even understand why governments Invol- involved in marriage yeah. at all. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, and then you go. Oh, that's where it gets a little
0: crazy. But we'll we'll take your vote. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll take I your mean, support. and you know, the reason rally that mm-hmm. was ours. Yeah, that wasn't theirs. So, like, I feel like we've got we've got the upper hand on it. Oh, we're doing great. Yeah, we're, we're doing great. We're fine. And it's a growing group of people. Ours is. Ours is. Ours is. There's less numbers. Are just I hope so. Uh, increasing. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the numbers look like for libertarians. I would be happy to have. A multi party system, a more parliamentary type multi party system that included the libertarians yeah. and the Greens and all the things. But That's not that's not our system. We don't have that. Uh one more email and then we'll we'll move along. Uh, hey Frank and Nan. I was listening to the latest episode and wanted to chime in on the discussion about the ethics of missionary work a little bit. Ah. Uh, this was this is falling hard on the heels of our discussion of, of that ding dong that went into Went onto that island, John Allen Chow, and got himself killed. Yep. Um, you talked about how missionary work can be acceptable if you go with the intention of genuinely doing good, but I think even this is a more com- is more complex than it may seem at first glance. The thing that these missionaries are not pr- the thing is that these missionaries are not professionals and often don't know the first thing about the country they're going to. Huh. This yeah. is, of course, not a problem to them at all because they are quote called not qualified. And God will help them. But a missionary trip costs a lot of money. So these months before they uh, before leaving, w- they will collect money to fund their trip. Money that, in- if just given to local organizations, could be used uh, to let the local professionals build many more wells or schools or whatever than That's what foreign missionaries could ever accomplish. Probably very true. Uh, yeah. 100%. Uh, in addition to this, letting the locals do the work means that you're uh, stimulating the economy. However, we white people still like to see ourselves as some kind of saviors and, uh, and as you said, would do anything for Instagram likes. So we go abroad ourselves, get our mandatory pictures with brown people, visit a couple of our orphanages, leave the leaving the children there with huge commitment issues. Uh, Because new people come and go all the time and perpetuate stereotypes all without a single thought about whether this is actually uh, the best thing to help the people you want to help. Huh. Anyway, uh, yeah, the whole the whole white savior thing is a problem. That's a quaddle. That's That's a quaddle.
1: The white savior. I'm sorry. Okay, just... you've gone Mayan on me or something. I don't know what. <laughs> That's the Mormons claimed that anyway. Okay. Moving on, Jesus is the white savior. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, which even that claim is wildly odd. Yeah, he was not white.
1: How dare you, Dan?
0: Oh well, how dare you? Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> everybody knows. Yeah, Ooh. everybody does know. Hey, uh, I want to... Uh, by the way, that was Simone. Uh, Thanks, Simone writing into us um hey i wanted to talk about our charity drive indeed we are officially in the thick of it we are in december now <sighs> which means that all of the contributions that we we receive for the month of december for the month of december 20 percent of them will go to the freedom from religion foundation that is correct
1: and that that, that goes for um both established
0: patrons of the show correct as well as uh, new patrons oh, right. of the show. So, so there's never been. A, if you've ever considered giving to the show, now is there's never been a better time because uh, once you because you, now you all all uh, all of our donations uh, we divvy up and uh, and kick over to to the free the ffrf. You can't pick a a better time to give to them because here in these United States. um the, the separation of church and states getting yeah. a little wobbly we might we might need some freedom from that religion so yeah stuff, so and they're doing they do great work uh we're gonna have somebody from the ffrf on the show uh, in the coming weeks to, to to talk a bit about their work um and so uh but it is now it's it's happening now do we have some people to thank we do we have uh four new patrons okay
1: this week. uh we have one new venerable okay. listener okay. zachariah Great, thank, thank you. you. Uh, we have a new bat- beatified Ooh. listener, Lenny. Ooh. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, we have a new saint. What? Saint Susan. Saint Susan. We-, we verified her miracles.
0: Bless be her name. She did two of them. Yeah. That's how you get that. She's canonized. <laughs> we shot her out of a cannon. <laughs> uh, and then we have a new pope. What?
1: We have an actual new white, pope. white smoke's going up the chimney, baby. It's something else. Let me tell you. Uh, pope Hannah. Pope Hannah. You're going to have to pick a new name, Hannah. I don't think that's one of the...
0: No, no. <laughs> that's a. It's a good one. Pope. It's, it's palindromic. Oh. Yes, indeed. Who doesn't love a good palindrome for a name? Papa Hannah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Love it. Well, Hannah the First. Blessed be she. Uh, Listen, you guys, uh, all of these people have given, uh, and and generously so, Um, and like we said, 20% of all of that money for this month will be going to the FFRF. We certainly appreciate all of our donors, uh, and we just wanted to give back some. So if you want to join the ranks of the holy, uh, please go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the... Patreon button, mm-hmm. it'll take you there, or just go to Patreon and, and search us if you want to. Yep, and uh, and sign up at whatever level you can. Give till it hurts. Uh, it's for a good cause. It's for two good causes. Two, very two. And uh, and we have one more person to thank,
1: as we always do. Our top donor, our Lord and Savior, she reigns
0: supreme, Jenny. Part the waters, baby. She's a she's uh, she's a coming. She's a coming. Dan, yes, sir, oh my God, Dan, hey, Broadway is coming to, to Salt Lake City,
1: yeah, well, you know, every once in a while, it does, yeah, and this time it's a star, and it's coming to the, the to Temple
0: Square, Dan yeah, so uh, oh, Mormon Temple Square, Kristen Chenoweth I, yeah, every who time is I, that, she was in wicked <gasps> she was one, one of the original. Cast members of no. Wicked. She's a she's a big time I think she's also like she's voiced characters for Disney and all sorts of really? things. Really? Big a, deal. She's a big, big time deal. big time Broadway type. Yeah. yeah. Actor. Great. Singer. Beautiful Dancer. voice. Is she a triple threat? I, I can't imagine that she's not. <laughs> I've never seen her perform live myself. Well, anyway. She is coming to
1: Salt Lake City. She is because there's there's the annual Mormon Christmas with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir PBS special. Right. And they have like the temp, the 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 orchestra at Temple Square. Right. Yeah. And they have the the choir at Temple Square. Mhm. The Tabernacle
0: Choir at Temple Square. The Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Look, I'm not going to stop calling it that just because they want me to. It's what I've known it as my my whole life. And they're probably going to go back to it as soon as this prophet's dead, or maybe two prophets from now. How dare you! The, but yes, the choir at Temple Square, the Mormon choir, the, the Tabernacle—it's tabernacle, the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square, yes. which is funny because they do a lot of traveling. So will they be the Tabernacle Choir at Boston Gardens or what? In like, like, no, it'll be—they'll be the Tabernacle Choir
1: at Temple Square. At Boston Gardens, yeah, yeah, That's exactly. What it will be, yeah. Um, but no, so she's coming. She's singing. They always have like a big guest. It's always a big deal. But the th- problem with her is that she has been uh, quite the ally to the LGBTQ community. That's the problem with her. You don't and like that she's an ally. Being, yeah. Well, I'm
0: surprised they picked her. Well, she, what right? well, what the surprise is that she said yes. Mm. because as an ally as an as an outspoken lgbtq ally uh she is now and people are calling her out for this she is now uh consorting with what can with, with what could be known as a hate group yeah which is the the mormons mm-hmm. the church of jesus christ of we don't like gays <laughs> So uh so it's a problem. It's uh, a bit of a problem and she is being called out. The Salt Lake Tribune ran a uh a op-ed written by Fred Karger who uh, we've had on the show. Yeah. It's kind um, of a grumpy sort. He is and uh and and a practicer of the political dark arts uh his whole <laughs> life. Yeah. But he he uh, he has been campaigning against the Mormon Church's stance on LGBTQ issues for mm-hmm. a long time, for yeah. a, a while now. And uh he is calling for with to pull out to hmm. uh to drop out to what's his he's 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 started a, a hashtag Sorry. oh, they, oh bow, has out, a, bow, bow out bow out bow out kristen is her is is the hashtag oh, he's oh wow trying to make has, go viral. is it trending i don't know is, is it is it getting
1: is it gaining traction is that that now that's one of those twitters is that right <laughs> how does how does that work uh yeah so um but no she's actually reaffirmed that she is coming
0: right she is she's doubling down she is she has decided she is going to do it uh and that it, it's a but, tricky it's a tricky balance for her right
2: mm-hmm. because
0: what does an ally do well if she gains exposure in the mormon community and mormons just love these broadway singers they just oh, love them and anybody who will show
1: up And and give them the time of day makes them feel just the best thing in the world. The the good feelings that Mormons have toward Jimmy Stewart Uh for for being in one Christmas special, yeah, and that was actually
0: like a filmed like half hour narrative,
1: yeah. Mister Kruger's Christmas,
0: yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, The sequel, Mister Kruger, goes to Washington, didn't do as well as they expected, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, that's that's that's. uh,
1: Really just about Mitt Romney, yeah,
0: it's- exactly uh but but yeah uh they they love it when a famous person acknowledges that their, their existence that they live, so well, they, yeah, so th- so there's the possibility that yeah. they love her, they fall in love with her, and then they do a little research and they see her activism, and because they have such warm feelings, yeah, her activism resonates more with them, yeah, possible, maybe an argument could be made. Who knows? I know. But then there's there's the other. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go ahead and and present the other side then. Well, it's just the the fact that she's giving them cover. Right. Right. Suddenly, it makes them look better. It makes the LDS church look better by Uh comparison or or rather by association. Yeah. Oh, if she's consorting with them, maybe they're more okay with the gays than we know about. Yeah. So, double-edged sword. I know. It's a it, she's in a in a world of tricky position right now.
1: Oh god. But, yeah. But, but you but,
0: know, in the end, Mama needs a boat.
1: <laughs> well, you know, at this at this point, you know, we were just talking about how they love anybody, any celebrity who would kind of come and uh show up for a day. Yeah. Uh I'm actually shocked. Shocked, I tell you, that this is not but this has not become the Gladys Knight Christmas special with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. Because Cause she's an she, actual Mormon. She actually joined up. What? A, the, these people are dangerous. What a ding dong. Yeah. She Run. Did. People should be saying, you know, hashtag don't convert. Right.
0: You know. You know, none of the pips joined up when Gladys joined <laughs> up. They've got zero pips. They didn't get the pips. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's tricky, uh, and it's it's hard to know as a as a celebrity. You know, you and I as celebrities, well, we turn down invitations all the time. That's why you guys
1: don't see us anywhere. It's just a constant. We're very careful about weed. who we associate with. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're we're definitely invited all over the world.
1: <laughs> you know, and we, we have to be we, very careful. About we had to turn down that appearance at the White
0: House. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh
1: God! Yeah, we I were waiting. So wanted to go and podcast at the White
0: House. Yeah, we were waiting for but Obama to to call us, but he didn't. But when Trump did, how do you how do you actually go and do it? You can't. You can't. just can't. You have to say no. Uh, and he would probably even deny having invited us now. Well, yeah, of course he hates being turned down so much. He would probably just deny. <laughs> it was deny a true it. indignity. But yeah, when he when he when he called us personally, that was a you know, it was a quandary for us. <sighs> oh, I know. Vladimir Putin called us, wanted us over there, but you know, know, we just had to I say know. no. We're just like, no. Sorry. You man. know, when you get better with the Chechens and you stop hacking everybody, it I feel like we made a little
1: headway with that. I feel like we I did. F- we I think we did some good. We spoke some truth to him. Yeah, we
0: we do um, speak truth to power. <laughs> Don't oh, no, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Should should Chris... Frank's personal opinion... Aha. Should, where, Christian, where am I at? Kristen Chenoweth... Boy, I can't say her name. Uh, should she bow out? I'm going to say in this day and age,
1: she should come and perform. Interesting. I think it's really important and more so than ever for... A lot of these it's about building bridges okay it's not this is not about division this should be about you know what it's 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 christmas everybody
0: we're just singing and having some love yeah
1: you know like the topic this 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 thing isn't about the thing that i care about they're not going to be promoting their hatred their hatred of lgbt people with this that's not what this is about sure
0: right and you'd rather build a bridge I think at this point, we need it, don't we? I love that attitude. I mean, it's tricky, but frankly, I do. I love the idea of, look, now's the time to build a bridge. And you know, you're not going to convert people to your way of thinking by dividing. Mm -mm. You're never going to do it. Mm -mm. Sometimes you need to separate yourself from people. Yeah. Sometimes that's necessary and important but frank, but it's never going to convince somebody else to take your position. If you want to, if you want to convince somebody else that your position is true, hear them. Yeah. Listen to them also. Yeah. Hear each other, create a bridge, and that's going to get you a lot farther. That's going to get everybody, you know, division is Yeah. you know, fear, hatred, all those things. That's actually what that's that's the right's tool book. That's yeah. what the bad guys are doing. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I love it. I love it. Let's let's right. call that the official TGIA position. <laughs> ah!
1: I nailed it.
0: We did it. <laughs> we did it. All right. Well, kids, if you are now fiercely opposed to oh, what we just sure decided, do
1: not like that at all. And anything, you that, know, like I get it. Yeah. But but I think it's just so important. That we remember that the division is what is is, is is a what you were just talking about. Yeah, that it's the tool of the of, of the right. It's actually the, the tool of the extremes. Yes, period. all of the extremes. Um, and it, and and also to be honest, it's also was the the tool that uh, foreign powers, a specific foreign power, mm. i.e., Russia, used to uh, in, in their attempt to undermine our democracy. Well, great. Now we're never getting invited back there. <laughs> now that you <laughs> called them out by name and this is like there's a wonderful front line if you haven't watched it there's it's a two-parter it's about facebook and russia yeah. and all this stuff and and like um like i i think we need to start getting over ourselves just a little bit and we need to stop putting all of this like <sighs> this impulse to be to to, to, to to run to our side and to be exclusive on our side right. and
0: it just further divides us call out culture and, all of this stuff is just separationist yeah keep away from me yeah until it, you're perfect yeah you can't be in my presence it will
1: break our democracy if we keep down this road yeah so melting pot people even even people, even places that are not melting pots have to be able to have people on opposite sides of the spectrum political spectrum being able to talk to each other and being able to
0: yeah to be
1: uh and would you lose that that's when your your society truly fragments and it breaks and your systems start to break and woe be it to this country if our institutions start to
0: fail it's happening we need to we need to be patching we need to be yeah. mending yeah all right well there you go uh when now that you know a bunch of you are furious with us please <laughs> feel free to write in podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 yes go to the facebook page facebook.com slash and while on
1: facebook search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join it is a closed group but we'll let you in, and yep. it's moderate and it's awesome, and that's uh, that's super cool. Over on Reddit, check us out. Uh, the subreddit is called TGI Atheist. Yep. Uh, search for us over there. Hey, also uh,
0: don't forget that uh, this is charity season, and we are giving twenty percent of everything that we take in to the uh, FFRF. If you want to be a part of helping with that, Mm -hmm. you can go to ThankGodI'mAtheist.com and click on the Patreon button and become a patron of this show. You'll be a better person for it. And we should uh, extend a nice uh,
1: thanks to uh, Gordon Johnston and the Red Rock Hot
0: Club for the use of their music. Yep. Thanks also to our our fine team of online helpers, uh, Mackenzie, for doing our uh, Facebook page. And Danny and Amy, who are moderating the, the Members Only Lounge.
1: And a big thanks, I guess, to all of y'all uh, for uh, sticking sticking through another show.
0: Oh, my God. It oh was torture God. for everybody, uh, but, but we all made it. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.